The 2022 season did not end the way a lot of us hoped for the Atlanta Braves, but that does not mean that there weren't some amazing times throughout the journey of the baseball season. We're going to cover the best moments for the Atlanta Braves in the 2022 season, get some of your thoughts on what your favorite moments were, because the baseball season is all about a journey and the season is coming to an end over the weekend one way or another in the World Series. So it's the perfect time for take to take one last look back at the 2022 season before we get prepped for the offseason. We'll talk about all that on today's episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves. Your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. A lot of tonight's podcast is going to be based on those feedbacks or on that feedback from Twitter. Also, make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube if you're new. And if you're watching this video, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button and that notification bell that does help support the show a ton when you do that. Also, make sure you download the Lockdown Sports Atlanta app on Roku and Amazon Fire devices where you can get this podcast feed and thanks for making lockdown braves your first listen of each and every day we'll continue to post episodes daily throughout the off season so plenty of atlanta braves coverage as we get geared up for the off season and a cold winter and a long long off season until spring training begins but it'll be here before you know it and i'll be right here helping you get through all of that before we get into today's episode, let me remind you that it is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And on today's episode, I hope it's going to be an interactive episode. If you're watching live with me, make sure that you send in your favorite moments from the 2022 season. If you're watching this on replay, let me know what your favorite moment was from the past season in the comment section below. But that's what we're going to go through today. I'm going to talk about the best moments for the Atlanta Braves from this past season as the World Series set to wrap up this weekend. It's going to be the Phillies or the Astros. Astros currently have a 3-2 edge uh, with the games on Saturday and potentially Sunday this weekend. By the time we record again, the season will officially be over and it will be time for the offseason. And I love offseason baseball. I think it's one of the best offseasons. I know it can be kind of slow at times, but I do love the baseball offseason. So really looking forward to getting into it, diving into prospects, doing some prospect reviews, talking about what I would like to see the Braves do this offseason. There's a lot of storylines to talk about as there is every offseason. So once we get to next week, that'll be into high gear. So I want to take one final look back at 2022 and talk about some of my favorite moments, talk about some of your favorite moments from the previous season. Because I've said this before on here, and I really do mean it. I, the baseball season, to me, the best thing about it is the journey. You know, only one team out of 30 is going to be the last team standing. If you're entire joy and fandom in baseball comes from being that last team standing 
you're really going to hate the sport of baseball. So if you look at it from a journey's perspective and enjoying the ride and what gets you through 162 games, then I think you can take a look back, whether you hold in that World Series trophy or not, and look back at some moments from each individual season that give you some joy and bring you some some happiness from what from what you witness. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So again, if you're watching live, uh, let me know some of your favorite moments in the chat section. We'll go over some of those here later. But let me give you a rundown of some of mine and a lot of these that I saw from Twitter as well. And I'll, I'll start with the two, the ones that I saw the most on Twitter and in response is the first one is the Spencer Strider 16 strikeout performance, a franchise record and to me, one of the more dominating performances, pitching performances, I think we've seen. I see Matt Mock in the comment section here uh, saying that as well. Strider 16K performance. For me, I think that probably is my number one moment and highlight from the year, especially when you're talking about individual performances. I mean, it's the first time it's been done in franchise history. And it's just the way that he did it in such dominating fashion. I talked about this on the podcast after it originally happened, and it reminded me so much of the Kerry Wood 20 strikeout game. And I know Strider didn't quite get to that number, but I can remember as a kid watching that Kerry Wood game and just how he was mowing hitters down, good hitters in the Houston Astros lineup that day that Kerry Wood was facing, and they just couldn't touch him. And it was pretty much the same thing with Spencer Strider that day. Yeah, he started to run out of gas a little bit there at the end. But still, and I was watching a replay of it. There was runners on first and third in the eighth inning. And he's up over 100 pitches. It's a 3-0 game. So tying run at the plate, Snicker leaves him out there on a 3-2 pitch. There's a beautiful slider for strike three to get that record-breaking strikeout. So clearly one of the best moments of the year. And I think that's the one I got the most responses on. The next biggest moment, at least one that you know popped into my mind, and this one came up a lot on Twitter as well, is Vaughn Grissom's homer over the monster in his first big league game. When you talk about just individual moments from a season, I think that's certainly one. I think back to the Jason Hayward home run in his first big league game. That was on opening day, so I think that made it even better. But I was in the stadium for that game. And that is one of the loudest moments I ever heard in Turner Field. And I think, you know, obviously this is on a road, you know, not opening day, but just how he did it, you know, in his first game. And Hayward was first at bat, so a little bit different as well. But just kind of that type of moment, a young kid comes up in his first game. You know, he's in a historic ballpark in Fenway, and then he hits one over the green monster. You know, what an introduction into the big league. So I think that was one of the better you know, individual moments, a couple more individual moments. I think for me, there's a couple more. The Matt Olson grand slam that he hit into the river in Pittsburgh was just, you know, incredible. You know, anytime you ball out of the stadium, similar to what Vaughn Grissom did in Fenway, that's memorable and notable. Uh, and Matt Olson hitting that ball, keeping it fair, hitting it into the river out there. Uh, that was certainly a great moment there. Um, Matt Mock with another one. He said, Travis Darno with the flop at the plate against the Nats. That is true. I didn't have that one written down, so I'm glad you brought that up. I think that certainly was also a very memorable moment from this season, albeit, you know, a funny one. 
Um, you know, I'm not for necessarily uh, position players pitching, but Travis Darno made light of that situation. It was certainly funny and something we've seen already on a lot of, you know, highlight reels looking back at this season. So thanks for bringing that one up, uh, Matt. I do agree with that as well. A couple more here. Michael Harris, the home run he hit, and I don't know why this is such a memorable moment, and Chip Carey brought it up a lot as well, but a home run he hit in the ninth inning, I believe it was off Tanner Scott of the Marlins in Miami. Just the situation, the offense had been stagnant all day long. You got to the ninth inning, and it was just like, well, somebody get something going. And it may have been the first pitch of the at-bat, but I know it was like 99 down and away, and he drops the barrel on it and crushes it out to left center field to tie that game. Again, it was another one of those, you know, getaway days, a Sunday game, I believe it was, a uh, series finale, and there's just a sleepwalk through it. And then, bam, Michael Harris with that home run just ignited that Braves team, and they end up coming back and winning that game. That was another just individual moment that stuck out to me. Travis Darno with a walk-off coming off the bench in the 11th inning against the Houston Astros. You know, what a big series and a big week that was. That was the same week the Braves uh, took three out of th four from the Mets, and then they had the Astros over the weekend, took two out of three. You know, the team that possibly going to go on to win the World Series here. That was just a fun series when the Braves were playing really good baseball, and that was just a really good game. Went, again, 11 innings. Darno comes off the bench, bases loaded, infield in, puts the ball in play as he typically does and gets it through the infield for a walk-off single. Um, so those were some of the you know individual moments that I remember the most. If there's some others, again, let me know in the chat section or let me know in the comment section on YouTube. When I come back, I want to look at some more of the team moments from this year um, that, that stick out to me as well. So we'll talk about those next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Got another big Football weekend ahead, some really good college games, I know, and got the NFL as well, obviously. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find over at betonline.net. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information. With live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there, it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, NBA, MMA, boxing, NHL, golf, and so much more. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So I talked about some of the individual moments that stick out to me the most from the 2022 season. I'm sure there are some that we are forgetting, but a couple of other just big moments, you know, whether it's an individual, you know, just moment overall from the season or a team moment. For me, Kyle Wright getting 20 wins and he ended up with 21 is just an incredible accomplishment. I know people don't put a lot of stock in pitcher wins anymore, but it hadn't been done since 2003 for the Atlanta Braves. So I thought that was a significant achievement, individual achievement. That's, I mean, it's a pretty much a team award at this point, our wins, because, you know, starters are going six, seven innings, which Kyle Wright was consistently going six innings in his starts this year, which made him so great. But it's a team award because the bullpen's obviously coming in to finish those games off, the offense giving the starter a lead. Um, but I think it's just incredible that he's able to become the first 20-game winner since 2003. And on top of that, because I thought it was a great breakout season for Kyle Wright, also a breakout season for William Contreras. And another cool moment from the season was him 
starting the all-star game with his brother, Wilson Contreras. That I thought was one of the highlights of the season as well to see that uh, with William and Wilson Contreras in the all-star game. That's really cool. Uh, and just great overall breakout season from William Contreras. I'm old school. I've said that a bunch on here. I love pitchers who can go deep into games and finish games off. And it only happened once this year. And I talked about it in yesterday's episode. We talked about the rookies in 2022. But Bryce Elder's complete game shutout. And I know, you know, it's against the Marlins, but I don't care. No other Braves pitcher did it at all in 2022. And Bryce Elder did. So I thought that was a, a cool moment uh, right there for Bryce Elder and the Braves. I mentioned Strider and his 16 strikeout performance. Maybe even more impressive than that is that he became the quickest player ever to get to 200 strikeouts in a season and 130 innings. I mean, you talk about that record, setting the franchise record for strikeouts in a single game. Oh, I don't know how you pick between him and Michael Harris for rookie of the year. It's going to be tough, but certainly some historic things happening from Spencer Strider uh, this past year. Now to more of some of the team moments from this past season. Celebrating the World Series to begin the year is just really cool. They had only done it one other time in my lifetime, and obviously everything now is so much more bigger of a deal. But coming into the year and just all the celebration from last season carrying over and talking about the big moments, the Solaire, Homer, Max Fried getting his ankle stepped on, the back-to-back homers in Game 4, the performance from Kyle Wright in that game four, Ian Anderson, you know, the no five hit, no innings, Jock Peterson with his big home run earlier in the series, just so many big moments. And, you know, for that to carry over into the next season and kind of relive that, don't know if that had any effect on the team's overall slow start, but I just, you know, I remember that and that was enjoyable. Me being there for opening day where they really kind of celebrated that and everybody coming in and, packing the house to celebrate it, even though it was a blistery cold day. I just love that. And I love, this is one thing I love throughout the entire year is every time I listen to an opposing announcer, when they were playing the Braves or the Braves were up on their schedule, they had to say the defending world series champions. And I loved hearing that all year long. Anytime somebody referenced the Braves, they would also have to say defending world series champions. And I just loved hearing that all year long so that's one for me just that continuation of the celebration from last year's world series run i thought was really cool and memorable the 14 game win streak to start june i think certainly one of the team highlights of the year Uh, they had obviously been struggling up until that point they go on a 14 game win streak to pull within four games of the new york mets and just riding that high you know every day coming to the ballpark every day turning on the tv and your team winning you know that's life right there that's what every fan wants that every time you watch your team play they come away with a win and for half a month that's what happened with the atlanta braves just an incredible streak and one they honestly needed and had to have to come back and win the division and they got it at just the right time and really took off from there and was the best team in the regular season at least in all of baseball at from that point and then this was the other biggest moment that a lot of people tweeted at me. And, you know, obviously one of my favorite moments from the year is the sweep of the Mets at the end of the season. Look, despite what happened after that, you know, them kind of 
honestly collapsing in Miami and barely hanging on to get one win there to clinch the division and then not showing up in the postseason. But clinching that division and the way that they did it, they had to sweep the Mets. And I talked about that going into that series right here on this podcast. I said, if they want to win this division, you essentially have to sweep the Mets. And they they absolutely did that. They took out Jacob deGrom. They took out Max Scherzer. I mean, just three completely well-played games. If they play like that at all in the postseason, they're probably still playing right now in the World Series. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But sweeping the Mets, and you know how much Braves fans hate the Mets, to be able to do that and just really, you know, put a damper on their season, you know, even though things didn't work out well for either team in the end, you know, being able to pretty much end their season, uh, that was certainly a huge moment. And then clinching the division, you know, again, doing it in that Marlins series, they had to scrape by to, to get just one win in that Marlins series to clinch the division. But just the joy and the relief and the celebration, I watched every moment of that celebration. You know, this was not an easy division win for the Braves. They had to fight and claw their way back to earn it. And I just love sitting there watching that celebration in that locker room and just the love that those players had for one another and what they had accomplished. And yeah, again, I wish it would have worked out better in the postseason, but still, you got to enjoy those moments when they have and they don't come around a lot, even though if you're like me and grew up in the 90s, you thought that's all the Braves did was win a division. And now here they are again, five in a row. You got to celebrate those moments and celebrate what happens over 162. Look, the postseason we know can be random. It can be a crapshoot. It's who's hot at the right time. You can't just completely throw away what happens over 162 and just that journey and what the Braves had to overcome and what they had to do to come back and win that division. I just really enjoyed that celebration when they got that win to clinch the division in Miami. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Stayed up till one, two o'clock in the morning watching uh, the celebration, watching all the social media posts from the players. I just absolutely enjoyed every second of that. So those are the biggest moments for me, for the Braves as a team. There's a couple of more I wanted to get to, good and bad things that I think we'll remember about the 2022 season. Get to some of yours here in the chat section as well, and we'll do that next. So some other things I think we'll remember about 2022 as Braves fans, both good and bad. I think day games is going to be something we remember. Like they were 24 and 27 in day games. It's not like they were absolutely pathetic record-wise, but it just seemed like they really struggled in day games, particularly offensively. I don't know what it was to that, but certainly we knew day games were a problem, and you knew when you got to the postseason – and Major League Baseball kept giving us day games, and I'm not blaming it on that at all, but whatever the case was, it just became a thing for the Braves. And season finale, or series finales as well, and a lot of those obviously coming in day games, you know, it just seemed to be a struggle all year for this Braves team. So when I think back to this 2022 season, looking at the good and the bad, just day games and series finales, just for whatever reason, uh, Braves just seem to really have to struggle to win those games. And again, they were 24 and 27, so it's not like they were terrible uh, record-wise, but it just seemed like such a battle every time you got to a day game, and especially a day game in a series finale. 
I think a lot of people are going to, you know, unfortunately remember the embarrassment in the postseason. And look, there's no other way to put it. They got embarrassed by the Phillies. And as we see now, the Phillies moving on to the World Series, Phillies are a hot team and they were hot at the right time and had everything clicking. But it was just an utter collapse by the Braves as well, who just did not play their best baseball in that series. I'm still of the belief that if they play to their capabilities, if they play like they did in that Met series when they swept them, I think the Braves could have very easily won that series and went on to win the World Series again, but they didn't, and the, the Phillies just pretty much embarrassed them in the in that series. That Brandon Marsh home run, that Reese Hoskins home run, you know, those are two of the moments from that that postseason that I'll unfortunately remember. Um, so I think those are a couple on the bad side of things that Braves fan will remember from 2022. A couple others on the good side, the production from the nine hole, it was just a thing all year long. It didn't matter who the Braves put there. It seemed like they produced. They led all of baseball with a 789 OPS from the nine hole. The Dodgers were actually right behind them at 788. But after them, the next closest OPS was 734. So the Dodgers were second at 788. The next closest was the Phillies at 734. So it just tells you how good the nine-hole hitters were for the Braves and the Dodgers as well. Braves had the most home runs from the nine spot with 26 and the most RBI with 96. So just incredible all year long. Obviously, Michael Harris, a big part of that, but it didn't really seem to matter who they put there. Uh, they seemed to, to get it going. If a guy was struggling, put him in the nine-hole, and that would get him going. Um, but, you know, it just certainly was a crazy – thing that was would last it all year long really was the production from the nine hole i think a lot of people will look back and remember the freddie freeman saga and just first season obviously that freddie freeman's not in atlanta braves and you know the braves going out to la and and seeing him there and seeing him in tears and then him coming home and just having a complete awkward meltdown um and just uncomfortable feeling with freddie freeman coming back into town i think a lot of people will remember that about this season as well one thing i'll i don't know that i'll remember i hope i do i'm certainly you know fond of it right now and proud as a braves fan over three million fans and it's been a long time since the braves did that i love that the braves fans came out and celebrated what happened in 2021 and was there to support this team obviously it was a good team again and you know you want to come out and and watch that but also just celebrating what these guys did in 2021. I love that the fans showed up, showed out. I mean, the, the the atmosphere, the energy in Truist Park, to me, it's it's unmatched. I know in the postseason, they've been talking so much about the atmosphere there at Citizens Bank and in Philadelphia, but you go to a Braves game and you get a night game, a Friday night game, there's just nothing like it. It's an incredible feeling. You know, unfortunately, I didn't get to go to a ton of games this year. I think I only went to four. I went to opening day, and then I went to um, the Angels series, all three of those games. But what they've created there in Atlanta and the battery around Truist Park, I was skeptical at first because I loved Turner Field. I still do love Turner Field, but the atmosphere they've created there at Truist Park is simply amazing, and the attendance is showing that, which is going to allow this Braves team to become hopefully a top five payroll in all of baseball. So I certainly love that from the fans in 2022. I mentioned I went to that Angels series. I think that's one of the memorable moments 
definitely for me because I was there, but getting to see Otani pitch and then getting to see the Braves jump him for six runs in the seventh inning and then seeing him homer in the game on Saturday. I mean, he's one of the greatest players in the sport, may go down as one of the best ever, obviously, with what he does from both sides. So seeing Shohei, Shohei Otani come to town, certainly a memorable moment from 2022. I want to quickly just take a quick look at the chat section here, see what other moments are brought up. Matt Mock brought up uh, Travis Demerit in the park homer in Texas was pretty great. Yeah, I love those moments. You talk about the journey of a season. Travis Demerit for about a two, two-plus week stretch there uh, was really uh, gave a jolt to the Braves lineup. And yeah, he had that inside the park home run in Texas. I put it in quotes. To me, it's a misplay by the center field, but goes down in the books as an inside the parker. But I love those moments like that from players you're not expecting and they come up and have a big moment. So certainly love that. A um, couple other things here. Um, he said, also, I don't know if y'all were, uh, this is from, excuse me, this is from uh, Hines. Uh, he says, also, I don't know if y'all remember this, but Heredi and Orlando Arcia got into one of the most insane rundowns ever early in the season versus Washington, a play that ended up on a catcher's interference at third call. I think I do um somewhat remember that uh, i have to go back and look that up though but that's a, a good call uh matt mock says we lost the game but money mike and grossman go deep late in the game against the mariners I, I wanted to mention that mariners series i know the braves lost that series but just that atmosphere in seattle as they were pushing for their first postseason spot in a long time i thought that series was a lot of fun and, and those games in particular were a lot of fun again i know the braves came out on the bad end on a couple of those and that wasn't a particularly great west coast trip but that series in particular in seattle i just remember that as being a, a very fun and entertaining series i think game one was just like back and forth home runs all over the place uh, that was a fun series for sure uh, matt also said michael harris's first career two homer performance and what would have been the season's greatest comeback victory but kinley lost it yes yeah, certainly some uh, unfortunate memories of kinley blowing uh, some saves this year. Um, and then Matt also said, yeah, the sweep at home was pretty clutch against the Mets. And Matt also talked about Jackson Stevens had a fantastic game in the bottom of the 11th against the Phillies down the stretch. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's that game in particular. I can't remember who it was against, but the game Jackson Stevens came in in extra innings and pitched like three innings and, and shut things down with that extra inning rule, you know, coming in with a player on second base and just holding it down and allowing the Braves offense to finally score a run in extra innings. Uh, he had some big moments this year, and I talked about this the other day when talking about the bullpen. You know, Jackson Stevens and the role that he played, and not just coming in and mop-up duty, but doing a good job in that mop-up duty to games where you know, the Braves may have been behind by you know a couple of runs and Snicker wanted to save his, his best guys in the bullpen, you bring in Jackson Stevens, he holds it there and gives the offense a chance to come back. Or in a situation like that where you go into extra innings and you've already burned your best best relievers, and Jackson Stevens can give you some good innings and give you an opportunity to win the game. So I thought he played a, a big role in 2022. So appreciate all the comments. Appreciate you bringing up all the moments from the past season. Before we get out of here, I did want to mention just one quick news item, exciting piece of news as well. Ron Acuna Jr. has been cleared to play five games in the Venezuelan League, uh, Winter League. I believe the Braves said he has to play all those games at DH, but uh, that's really cool. Uh, I think it's really great for 
the fans there in Venezuela to get to see Ronald Acuna Jr. play. I think it's great for Ronald, who, uh, look, I, I said this on Twitter, com- conversing uh, with a listener. I just love that Ronnie loves playing baseball, and that's why it gets me so upset to hear fans talk about, you know, he, he's lazy, he doesn't care. The guy loves baseball. Yes, he makes some minimal mistakes on the field every now and then. A lot of players do, but the guy loves baseball, and he just wants to play. He wants to to have fun, and I'm glad the Braves are giving him the ability to do that in front of his you know, home crowd there in Venezuela. So I think that's pretty awesome. Hopefully we get some video of it. Hopefully there's some way I can stream it and watch it. But I did want to mention that, uh, that the Braves have cleared him to play in five games in the Venezuelan League. So be on the lookout for that. If you know we get some coverage of it or obviously get some stats of it, I'll let you know how he did. But I thought that was pretty cool by the Braves and pretty awesome for Ron Acuna Jr. And again, those fans there in Venezuela to get to watch him play that, you know, obviously wouldn't normally get to watch him play in the state. So really cool. Great job by Ronnie and the Braves for, for, for allowing that to happen. Well, that would do it for this episode of Locked On Braves. Thanks as always for making Locked On Braves your first listen of the day. Now go make a Locked On MLB your second listen where MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective talking about the biggest stories from around the league, which right now is the World Series. Go give the guys over at Locked On Astros and Locked On Phillies a listen as well as they gear up for the final Major League Baseball seasons of the 2022 year. Uh, certainly sad when a baseball season ends, but when your team's already out of it, looking forward to this offseason, getting it going. We'll start plenty of offseason content next week. Already did some if you want to go back and listen to those, but we'll really start to dive in next week. Again, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. You can follow me at shortstopball. Make sure you get that thumbs up button and that notification bell. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast, and we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 